loves icebreaker time. Would you rather work a nine to five job that pays well, but you absolutely hate knowing you could never pursue your passions or quit your job to pursue what you're truly passionate about, not knowing if you'll succeed or not? On the show, take it from the podcast for you and me with your host, M. These are just the tip of the iceberg questions that help us get to know the co-host for that episode while allowing a safe environment for them to talk about things that don't always make us live, laugh, love. Along the way, we'll break out the liquid courage and get deep while having our fair share of laughs throughout the process. Now sit back and enjoy the segment and don't be surprised by who or what kind of advice you'll take from today. All right, my loves, welcome or welcome back to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. Uh, we've got an amazing, prideful episode, of course, with the, uh, you guys, you will have to like just hear him and like know him to just feel like his like radiance, but he's amazing. Maddie. Hello. Is going to be our co-host, and he is going to be talking about his coming out experience, what that meant for him and his family, and how that's kind of played a role going forward. Um, but before we get into yeah. that, Maddie Kins, um, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Well, um... Or what are you up to right now? <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. Um, I... Just bought a house with my boyfriend. We've been together for a year and a half now. Oh, Jose. So, yes, Jose, <laughs> Bay, that's right. <laughs> um, other than that, I am a recruiter. I work remotely, which is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I come from a very, very big family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it's not Utah, right? Is it Utah? It's like one of the Mormon ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? Let me know. What do you mean? Like, where did you, like, you and your family come from? Because you guys aren't from here. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's where it is. But you would think that we were Mormon. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> okay, I only say that because he's got, like, a bajillion siblings. Yes. So, I always thought, you know, that was because of that. I mean, also, I have a million siblings as well. And so, that's why we always related with our families. Exactly. Um, and they all look alike. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> but... Um, before we get into the topic, let's go ahead and do an icebreaker. So pick a number from 1 to 50. Mm, 25. 25, okay. That's such a weird question. <laughs> 26? <laughs> no, 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 okay. So I'll, I'll tell you what 25 is, and then okay. I'll tell you 26, and you let me know which one you want to answer. Okay. So 25. How could carousels be spiced up so they are more exciting? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what kind of question is that? Drag queens. <laughs> and then 26, what's your favorite car that you've owned? The car I have now. It's just a Jeep Cherokee, but I love it. It's yes, it's totally like your mom car, me. right? Uh, yeah, I kind of, you know. Just it's, a five-seater. No, just a five-seater? <laughs> No, it's really nice. And you, like, keep it very well kept as well. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, before we get into the episode, I will let you guys know, like, my voice sounds like I've been smoking, chain smoking. <laughs> and I do apologize. I was a little sick um, before, and then I have, I drink, and then sometimes I will bum a cigarette every so often. So, all that combined, here we are. 
Um, so, apologize in advance, but let's go ahead and get into the topic. <laughs> so tell me about your story. Like, how did it start? How, when did you know that, you know, you essentially were gay? Yeah, well, I guess going way back to the beginning, I've always known I was different. Really? Um, you know, a lot of people say that, so it's pretty cliche. Yeah. But for me, it was just really, you know, a crazy yeah. experience being raised in such a religious yeah. home where being told that being gay is very wrong from a super young age, <laughs> yeah. you know? So even as young as probably at least eight, mm -hmm. I don't know, that's probably whenever I realized, okay, I think guys are cute, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. And... Well, I remember you telling me the story um, about when you and your siblings were younger, like you and your sister, um, about like, she said that there was a cute boy and you're like, I think I think he's cute too. And we had that discussion in the car on our way to Oklahoma for my sister's yes, And I thought that ago. was the cutest thing. I was like, oh my heart. And did you ever confide in your siblings before? That's such a good question, and I actually was thinking about that just earlier today mm -hmm. in, like, sorting through my thoughts, and one of my sisters in particular, mm -hmm. she is the middle child. By the way, y'all, <laughs> I am one of 13. Exactly. So what I tell you... <laughs> one of 13 kids. <laughs> the middle child, so what, the sixth? Seventh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she and I just always had a really great relationship, mm -hmm. very, you know, close. And I think she was the only one I never really had to come out to. Aww. Okay. We, she just, we always understood each other. Yeah. And, you it was know, like we, an unspoken. Exactly. Okay. That's awesome. And to this day, she's still my biggest supporter. Aw. Have I met uh, her? Absolutely. Yeah. Was I, was she at your last mm -hmm. birthday? Okay. Yeah, she was. Was she the one, she's, is she the one from Hawaii? Uh, no. no, Ryan was living in Hawaii prior to that, but Emily's gone back and visited multiple times. Gotcha. She's okay. visiting there right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I'm really glad that you have that. Cause I mean, I, I mean, with some of these stories that I'm, I've, I've been releasing, you know, we've had uh, people that didn't really have that connection with their siblings or even the, their siblings are the ones that out of them, you know? And right. so it's nice to know that, you know, you at least had like an ally within your family unit before you realized that she was an ally. <laughs> exactly. And over time, you know, I've had other siblings yeah. uh, just totally accept and love me. But with there being... You know, 12 other siblings yeah. in, the, in the mix. There are lots of different personalities. And so yeah. I am sort of accepted on different levels by really each of them. Yeah. Which is interesting, but... Have you had to have that conversation with them? Like, like as in, have you had to have that conversation of, this is who I am. I'm not changing. And no matter how you feel about it, is not going to change my like perspective on like what I feel. You know, the person I've had that conversation mm -hmm. with the most yeah. <laughs> is mom. Oh. <laughs> yeah, believe gotcha. it or not. So. so that's like, and then your dad, like your relationship with your dad, is it still, you said it was kind of touch and go even before that, right? Yeah, you know, I try to think of the positives in it all. And, you know, my boyfriend 
is my rock. He's uh, amazing. Yeah. And he always says, you know, they didn't do too bad of raising Aww. you. Like, look how you turned out. Yeah. You know, so I definitely have things that I'm grateful for. Um, he really taught me from a young age about being financially responsible. Yeah. And things like that. Um, so you, I, I get that, you know, like it's one of those things where they can't help essentially how they feel because it was just, a, they were raised a different way. Um, and you take the parts that they were able to instill in you, like that were positive, and you allow that to kind of shape your perspective on them. Exactly. And then just the fact that, you know, I, I get love and support from so many other people in my life, yeah. you know, some of my siblings, all of my friends, yes. obviously you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. good. Okay. So then, um, let me know when it comes to, or I guess, was there ever a time when you were growing up that was it like, like you always felt like it was just like always like men or did you ever like, you know, try to date women or like try to be with a woman? Uh, that is such a fun <laughs> question. Okay, y'all, this is really... <laughs> I don't think I've actually heard this. <laughs> yeah, so if it even counts, it doesn't, it doesn't count. But I, I had had girlfriends between the ages of like 10 and like 12. No way. Just little church girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know. Little flings. You guys like held that. hands. Yeah, I just held hands, kissed with tongue, girl. With oh. tongue. <laughs> yeah. Wow, those church girls, huh? I know, right? <laughs> he bends. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but around age 13 is when I started coming out to my friends, yeah. you know, my, my gal pals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, definitely at least my sister, mm-hmm. you know, was fully aware by then, but yeah. at age, go ahead. When did you start to build that community for yourself outside of your family? Um, cause I mean, I feel like when you grow up, um, just in general, you start to disconnect from the people that you grew up with as friends and like start venturing out with where you're at in your life to find people that have like the same mindset. That's really hard to answer because I lived in Oklahoma until I was 16. Okay. And then, you know, moved to Texas back in 2007. Mm-hmm. So do the math on that. I'm 31. Carry the one. <laughs> yeah. Can't do the math. <laughs> Love it. Um, so just over the course of time and things like that. And I've also kind of allowed people to stay in my life a little too long. Yeah. You know, just kind of accepting what they would give me. Absolutely. But but now I'm sort of at the point where I demand a certain level of yes. acceptance mm-hmm. and support because, again, I get that from you. I get yeah. that from my friends. I get Absolutely. that from some of my siblings. And if you can't give that to me, Absolutely. then, you know, we don't really need to have a Exactly. You should really hold everyone with kind of like the same standards. Like, why is it fair that, you know, another person gets to treat you with like absolute like love and you get to give them that back, but someone else treats you like halfway version of that yes. and you still have to give them the same amount of love let's make it biblical y'all I don't want anybody who's lukewarm in my life oh my God. just like <laughs> you see you I know. haven't read the bible um, so I'm gonna have to look up that scripture and get back to you on that one but okay and when did you because I know we first became friends um well it was you knew my sister first at what age was that? Because you said you lived in Oklahoma since you were 16. Mm-hmm. Until you were 16. Like, when did you meet my sister? Like, at what age? 
Oh, well, that was like after I started working at In-N-Out. Yeah. And I met her in the drive-thru. That was so random. But, but she- that's just how our energy gravitated yeah. to each other. Obviously, you know, she was a repeat customer. Oh my and God. And I always just, I said, I love your glasses. They were so cute. They had mm-hmm. little like division and yes. multiplication symbols on the edges. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> you remember those? Yes. Um, so yeah, we just, we hit it off and okay. So that would have been 2014. Okay. So I was either 23 or 24 at the time. Okay, gotcha. That's crazy. That is crazy, because that's like, Seven, I'm 25. Eight years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're around my age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and do a little bit of a break. And right. once we get back, we'll get into more questions. And then at the very end, we'll get into the advice. Sounds good. All right, my loves, now is the perfect time to refill your wine glasses, restock that shikuchi board, or finally take that load of laundry out the dryer during this break. While you're doing that, we would like to take the time to show appreciation to the app Anchor for making it so easy to upload each episode to Apple and Spotify with just a couple of clicks for free. As a new podcast, it has taken immense stress off our shoulders, which allows us to do what we love most, consistently show up for you guys. Now, with that being said, Let's get back to the episode. All right, my loves, welcome back um, from the break. So um, I don't think we really got to unpack much of your coming out story. So um, like, how was that day for you? And like, what, what were your, your thoughts and feelings throughout it when you came out? Totally. Well, the main thing that made me want to come out was actually because I was moving from Oklahoma to Texas Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself, I don't want to have to come out twice, you know, come out in Texas, you know, then have to like re come out and like come out to people in Oklahoma. I was like, I just need to do this now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to Texas, I, you know, Everyone already knows. You gotcha. Know, <clears throat> which, you know, as gay people, we do come out multiple times. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I just needed to tell my parents because that's what was really weighing on me. Yeah. The pressure to just get that off my chest and to tell them because I knew that they were not going to be supportive. Yeah, but you still had to tell them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't even know the... The potential outcome. I didn't know if they were going to maybe kick me out or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it was just sort of the risk I felt like I had to take. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was, it was 2006. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. 2007. All right. I started my job at the sandwich shop in 2006, but it was in 2007. I was at that job making $5.50 an hour, honey. Is that minimum wage or... (laughs) Yeah, our minimum wage, maybe it was like five twenty-five or something. Blessed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I was just having a really hard time, and my coworkers, you know, were just asking me, like, what's going on with you? Yeah, did they know? I had never come out to them either. Oh, okay. And I just said, you know, it's, it's too hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we already know. <gasps> oh, that's so cute. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, I really... I think I need to tell my parents 
And they were like, you got this. And they were just really sweet and encouraging. That's good. I love that. Do you still talk to some of the people now? You know, I really don't keep in touch with too many people from Oklahoma. Maybe a couple here and there, but no one regularly. Gotcha. And um, not my coworkers, but very grateful for them, you know, during that time. So basically on that day, I went home from work. Mm -hmm. I was very emotional, very nervous. I called my parents into my bedroom and I just sat them down. I was like already crying. (laughs) And um, they're like, well, what is it? And I just uttered the words. I said, I'm gay. And I immediately felt like a physical, yes, relief weight off my shoulders uh, and then I cried more because I was Aww. like, okay, I got it out. Um, so it was interesting, the you know series of events that took place after that. What happened? Um, if you're okay sharing oh, it. Yeah, okay. anything is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad, they were both silent for 30 plus seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my dad, the very first question he asked me to, oh, God. to go to know. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was, well, have you done anything with a guy? <gasps> Why? <laughs> Why is that the first thing? Yeah. <laughs> what was your answer? <laughs> well, I uh, bent the truth. I said, no, 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 let's see. Okay, first I straight up lied. I said, no, I haven't. And, you know, he and my mom were talking through it. And, you know, my dad, he said, well, it's a good thing that you aren't telling this to people because it is something you should be ashamed of. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, then he said, well, we also just think this is a phase because you haven't done anything with another guy. And I said, well, okay, well, actually, <laughs> I have kissed a guy. And how did they react? They said, well, did you like it? And I said, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm... <laughs> and I liked the stuff that I did afterwards, oh too. <laughs> I didn't tell them about that. <laughs> they would have a connection. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, it was it was rough. And, you know, my dad really just did not react well to it. Mm-hmm. I remember that my mom still told me on that day that I came out, she, she said, I still love you. <gasps> Oh my god, you're so, gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah. That's good. But she and I have had a very interesting Up and relationship down. Yeah. since. Um, just because, you know, I, I recognize that she loves me the best that she knows how. Yeah. But she's definitely, there's a wall that's between yeah. us and it's all religion based. Yeah. You know. That's very interesting. And I mean, at that point, was there a sibling that was around that where it was able to kind of like talk to your parents about it? Because like I know when my sister came out and my parents flipped, we were like, "Why are you why are you tripping? Like, <laughs> like does it make her any less of your daughter? You know, like in that situation." So like, was there a sibling that was able to do that, or no. did you kind of have to go through that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I luckily I had some friends that were, Good. you know, great supporters of me back then. Uh, I remember I hadn't come out to my three older siblings because I'm the fourth born of all 13. Mm-hmm. And my mom actually outed me to them because I, I <laughs> thought to myself, okay, now I need to have an individual one-on-one conversation with, with each of them. All, all 12 of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, at least the, the three who are older, older. than, gotcha. than me. And uh, basically... 
I found out from my mom. She's like, oh, yeah, I already told all of them. (gasps) So then it was a different conversation. It was, hey, I know that you know. I know that mom told you. And my oldest sister... She's she's a big supporter Good. now. She you know she was a supporter back then too. Just yeah. didn't really know how. She was just like, really, are you sure? And yeah. she's like, you know, I mean, it's okay. And like, and it's I so new. <laughs> and it's so new. Um, going into it, I'm sure she was just kind of like, um, like she knew like as like you know her sibling, she wasn't gonna not. But like, I think it was just so new for her that that was like even like a thing for them or for for you guys. Because, I mean, I, I, I kind of went into, like, my siblings, there's six of us. So, I'm like, someone has to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As many siblings as you have, like, you're like, someone, there's at least one. I feel like you guys probably have a second one that, that's a little... Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> right? Season two. Um, we'll figure exactly. out who. We're not going to out anybody, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's interesting. And then you said that, would you have wished that your mom... Like, didn't tell your siblings so that you could have that conversation? Probably at the t- probably at the time, I was wanting to do it myself. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, it really doesn't yeah. matter too much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I definitely wouldn't say anyone should ever do that. It yeah. really wasn't her place to to do that without at least asking my permission. You know. Yeah. Um, but it, it's all good. So, <clears throat> do you think that? people in general should come out like as in like because when you as like a woman who likes men I don't have to come out to my parents saying that I like men you know right so do you feel like it's even necessary anymore it should be necessary um to be coming out that's definitely a loaded question but (laughs) (laughs) but I but I love it yeah um, I, I do. I think that people should come out, yeah. um, when they're ready. Absolutely. Is key. Yeah. For me being, you know, femme presenting, mm. I didn't have too much of a choice. No. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I was just stumbling out oh, of the closet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for other people, like, I guess I'll say women who are feminine, you yeah. know, men who are masculine, it can be a lot more challenging for them to come out because no one's really going to have that hunch. Yeah. You know, with me and with coming out to my friends, you know, at, at a young age, yeah. everyone was pretty much like, oh, we already knew. knew. Yeah. yeah. My, my family was a different story because well, they, they were trying not to. Denial. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. But, but yeah, I think that people should, um, mm-hmm. because it just... It helps, yeah. you know, every single person makes a difference collectively yeah, Absolutely. when everyone lives as their authentic self. Absolutely. So, yeah. so do you feel like, um, cause I have a question, um, regarding, cause you mentioned, um, you feel like you always have to come out, you know, like it's not just once, you know? Right. So I'm sure that process for you is like a lot easier now that you know you're out and proud. (laughs) But what like advice would you give to someone that, you know, has already done it the first time and now it's like having that conversation again with other people? Like what advice would you give to them like to kind of get more comfortable? The first thing that I think of is it's like anything in life. The more you do it, the mm-hmm. more comfortable you become with it, yeah. the better you get at mm-hmm. it. It's almost a skill at this point. I know, right? It's like- <laughs> Literally. So, yeah, just with repetition yeah. and, you know, telling more and more people, it just it just becomes more natural. 
Okay. And what advice would you give to people that um, live in a like a very um, small community and that aren't used to or like have seen like gay people because maybe you've seen gay people you just they're most likely closeted um but like you know coming from like oklahoma and the community that you're in like what advice would you give to someone that wants to come out but is in that environment well i guess i'll spin it and tell you that like for me growing up Truth be told, Will and Grace on (gasps) TV was such, like, a saving grace for me. Um, Because seeing that, I just knew that it was normal. And that I wasn't the only one. It was also just sort of, like, when internet was beginning, you know, it was still dial-up and everything. But just being able to be online and, like, in different forums and stuff. You know, forums back in the day. Uh um, And feeling, like, a sense of community with that was really good. Nowadays there, you know, the internet is so accessible and there's so many resources out there. So I just, I really hope that kids in, you know, rural areas are really like tapping into all those resources to, to feel that sense of community, even if they're not surrounded by people. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned like Will and Grace and whatnot, because I, um, mentioned, I think on like the first episode of the podcast, um, of how I went on a date with this guy and um when we talked about like diversity in this one like movie I think it was like Eternals like the Marvel movie okay um I was like you know there was like diversity everywhere you know like the main hero was like um she was like Asian and then you had um one of the heroes that was hearing impaired another one that was like you know was gay and he was a black man and I was just like so excited about telling him this and he said that I, I think when you try to push so much diversity, like you get away from like the script in itself. But like you said, like having something that represented you or like you're able to see on TV was important to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Just to kind of piggyback um, on that. I, I think representation is so important mm-hmm. and we still need more of it. Like yes. I know they're pushing it more and more here and there, but guess what? There ha- There's still not a main gay character superhero. Well, also I'm not a Marvel person, <laughs> so maybe there is and I don't know that. But, and also like... I mean, okay. Um, What's her name? Um, Captain Marvel. Like, you know, the one with... I say this, but I don't know if you're going to know. Oh, I was thinking Captain America. No. <laughs> Like no, like Captain Marvel is like the blonde girl, and she just like kind of shaved her head, and everyone thinks that because in her movie she's with um, like a woman, and not necessarily like you, it's not like spoken that they're together, but you right. can kind of sense that there's like feelings okay. there. I like that. So highly recommend watching. Okay, but they say that she's like flaming. <laughs> Love that. But yeah, the representation is there. Well, and also. Pixar movies, they, yes. they've had like little side gay mm-hmm. characters and stuff. You know, Luca was gay, even though... It had to really... be. Had to be. <laughs> but I'm like, let's have a cartoon where the main yeah. character is gay because it's, it's normal. Yes. And if you're able to, if they're able to um, put out this heteronormous, what is the word? Normative? Yes. The heteronormative <laughs> of like seeing like a woman and a man kissing, like, or seeing like parents being like a mom and a dad, like female, male, then why exactly. can't it be male, male, female, female? Totally agree. Yeah. So 
I have a question for yes. you because we did bring up the whole like um, when we were weren't recording um, the whole situation that happened with the um, at the drag show with like the kids and whatnot. Oh right. What is your what is your thought process behind like how intense it got for something that was supposed to be very. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was like sincere. Like they're bringing these kids in, and after a situation that happened, like the shootings and whatnot, they wanted to just bring kids in and have fun. I know, right? And so I just think that the politicians are like focused on totally the wrong thing. Absolutely. Because it is just not that serious. It's not. No, that's it. I think, and I don't like to post so much, you know, on social media that's political based. But I also like my voice to be heard. Absolutely. So the one thing that I did <laughs> yes. share was how many people have been, you know, victims of like um, molestation or whatever from like drag queens. Right. None. And then how many from the people church. in the church? And there was a big number on there. Don't remember what the number was. Exactly. And it's like, it's not fair that just because as soon as now, like you mentioned drag queens, there's like a rule, literally like a week after. Like. Oh, yeah. It was like so quick. I'm like, I've never seen something. Move so so quickly. Because it's like, you guys clearly can do it. Because after um, the shooting happened, we were like, well, what about gun control? Oh, we can't do that. Sorry. Right. And it's like. Well, clearly you guys can make these rules quickly. Girl, we need a second podcast yes! for that topic. <laughs> Do not let me get... And that's why, for me, I'm just so... I, I'm i very emotional when it comes to um, things being right. And not in, like, a way of, I have to be right, but in a way of, like, this is just right because it's just normal. Like, it's just, like, human decency. Yes. So when did we stop seeing human decency as, like, the way to do right the right thing? Versus, mm-hmm. like, the way to make money off of other people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, Another can of worms. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, last question. So I don't know if you and Jose are, like, wanting to have kids in the future. Um, but if you guys were to have kids um, and whatnot, like, and they were to come out, like, just how would you make that experience for them so that they're more comfortable? I love that question. What I think is like so important is that parents should just talk to their kids mm-hmm. from a very young age to mm-hmm. let them know that they will be supported no matter mm-hmm. who they discover they are. Yeah. And really, I think that that's what's most important, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> what's crazy is like even my niece, who's eight years old mm-hmm. now, you know, this is no shade on yeah. my sister. She just doesn't really, like, know. Yeah. She doesn't, she's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I showed my eight-year-old niece a picture of Jose and me. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is my boyfriend. And she's like, what? You can't have a boyfriend because you're a boy. And I uh, said, yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so I said, Lisa, you need to uh, <laughs> just put her name on her. Right. <laughs> Um, there's well, a lot of leases out there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, but, and she and I have a, a really great relationship. Good. So I said, but hey, you need to, you know, yeah, let your kids know a little that, bit. Yeah. that it's okay. And I think the biggest thing about it is like seeing your kids for who they are and not who you, you want them to be. Um, and allowing them to be raised from that, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But thank That's you awesome. so much. This is amazing. I thank you so much for like opening my eyes on like kind of like what you experienced because I don't think I actually heard about your coming out story. Yeah, I'm um, about to share. Yes, so hope to have you back soon. But you guys, my loves, um, that is the end of the episode. We're gonna have Maddie Kins. I'll put his socials on there if he wants them. Me too. Just let me know. Um, <laughs> and then I will. I always put on every episode. Um, different websites for um, like LGBTQ support systems out there. Um, so look at the links. If it's not there, let me know because then I need to do some editing. <laughs> I'm still working it out, you guys, the kinks. Um, but yeah, thank you, my loves, for listening. And um, till next time. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TakeItFrom, spelled F-R-U-M, where you can leave reviews, good or bad. We want to hear from our loves. Lastly, I'd like to thank the app Anchor for allowing us to make this all happen. The Anchor app makes it so easy to upload each episode, which is then shared to Spotify and Apple with just a couple of clicks for free. Thank you again for listening to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.